gentlemen, lady, you're probably wondering why I gathered you here today. As the colonel in this army, this isn't usually my job, but I've been getting a lot of calls from the president about uh, this love triangle that the three of you are in, and we need to put it to bed so we can win this war. So, Everlyn, I want to hear from you first. What's going on? Why can't you just pick a side? I mean, I don't know. They both are good looking. They both have sculpted abs. How am I supposed to choose between that? You're not being very helpful. <laughs> Gentlemen, now that you've heard that she basically doesn't care about you except for your bodies, does one of you just want to gracefully step out so that we can end this war? Look, dude, I lift, like, so many more times a day than this guy. I... There's no contest. It's weird. You have the exact same body as him, but... <laughs> You have to lift eight times more than him? I'm gonna, I gotta say, that's a turnoff. He's got poor genetics. Yes, I can tell that Tristan over here has to really work for his musculature. Well, it just comes naturally to you, Donnie. I just sit here and brood. I just <sighs> tense my face, and that's enough. That's, a, that's like flexing. That's working out. That's all I need. To win. To win, and that brings me back to my point where we are fighting a war against the aliens. I don't know why you guys can't just put this aside and focus on the war. I mean, it's it's a war fought against aliens, but it's also a war fought in our hearts. War is within us. Yeah, what he said. I am much less worried about the war within each of you. Well, it's more important to me than shooting some dumb aliens. Why can't they just go back home so I can get all these <laughs> sweaty guys? Because you're the best that there is. <sighs> when they give you your magical javelin, you are able to defeat the aliens better than any trained soldier. Every single battle, millions of people die, but you come out unscathed. We need you to win. Yeah, but you know that javelin, whenever I see it, I'm just thinking about these guys' dicks, because <laughs> Kill looks like both of them. So I get all hot and just, like, intense. It makes me want to kill things. That's not the reaction. That's so not allowed. wake up with them, the javelin is useless. All right. Both Yo, dude, I'm not showing you my javelin anymore. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Hold on. Makes you want to kill things? Are we going to be That's okay? Right. Everlene, will we be okay? I think so. You can you can settle down with Donnie. I choose you, Donnie. <laughs> Thank God. Good luck, Donnie. I choose me, too. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Pitching Tents. Uh, if you didn't... Get it uh, from our little bit there. We're doing young adults this week, uh, and it's a, it's a different if it, it's a different roster than usual. Uh, this week we have me, Sean Lemmy, John Otney, Colin Lesman, and our special guest, uh, Colin Holtz. But it, it's spelled different than the other Colin, mostly because of the last name, but then also because it's with a K. Two L's. Whoa. Two L's. Yeah. What's that like? It's fucked up. <laughs> You know, just going hard on these streets. Mm -hmm. Do I? Do you have to roll it? Is it Colin? 
Kvrlin. I feel like everybody just assumes there are two L's in column. Like every time I go to Starbucks and they I, they ask for my name, they write column with two L's. Like everyone. Does that does. make you angry? It, it kind of does. Yeah. It's like what what famous columns have two L's in their names? <laughs> Colin Farrell. He has two one L's. L. Oh. Colin Firth. One L. God damn. Colin Powell. One L. I don't get it. Yeah, but that dude. Is, Col- is Colin Powell C O L I N? I think it is, but he he just threw out as a colon. Colon went a different. He's direction. not doing us any services. I don't think so. How many times when you were in school did somebody say, "Oh, colon, is colon here"? <laughs> Probably a couple times. Yeah, a whole bunch of times. <laughs> hey, guess what? It's a closed syllable. It's true. Don't know what that means, but that's what my mom said. <laughs> She's a kindergarten teacher. All right. We've learned so much about you in <laughs> so little time. It's all I needed to work with. Um, so, yeah, we're pitching uh, young adult movies because I'm maybe Insurgent? The that's se- correct. The sequel to Divergent? Yeah, yeah is, Divergent. Is, is that this week or, or just soon? It's this week if we get this done on time. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure is on, John. Challenge or you look like an idiot. Wow. Why is it only shot? <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. But yes, uh, the second Divergent. Where, where things get crazy. And why do you think this subject is appealing to us? What is it about young adults that seems well, like a good jumping off point? I think it's a fun opportunity for us to pitch uh, simultaneously books and movies. I mean, that's that's a two-for-one deal right there. So these have to be books and movies at the same time? You have to be, imagine that they could have been a book. Yeah. yeah. It's got to have that substance. Or at least lots of wacky, like, nicknames for things. <laughs> that's what we learned, like, a while back we watched The Maze Runner. Because me and Sean were like, this is awesome. And Colin's like, yeah. <laughs> co- 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 colon. I don't colon. know how we're going to designate that. Oh, you just call me like K. Holtz. K. Holtz. I'm just kidding. That's so, that's so douchey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is K. Holtz. <laughs> you are listening to Pitching Tents. All right. But if I like to think from Maze Runner, these kind of movies are usually about like characters with ridiculous names. There's a lot of nicknames for things. There's some really big concept that they throw at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I went kind of a different route, but I'll explain that when we get there. Because there's lots of kinds of young adult uh, books and movies that are popular these days. And uh, they sure are, man. They sure are. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna start, I guess, uh, with with the. The CW. The C-Man. C-Wall. Okay, so mine is inspired by a thing that John once said and his brother once said on different occasions, and I was like, oh, okay, these two guys see eye to eye on this point. And you both said, you know what? School's just like prison for kids. (laughs) So... (laughs) Very true. Still stand by that sentiment. (laughs) My movie is... uh, I, I guess I figured we were all doing sci-fi, so mm-hmm. it's set in the future, and it is, I guess, like a high school. It's like the kids are basically held captive as prisoners, and the teachers just, like, rule the school with an iron fist. One idea I had was that, like, for some reason, nobody ages at this school. So and they can that, stay hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, so the teachers... 
you know, they can control the kids without them, like, learning and developing. <laughs> they don't learn? Well, uh, they they don't learn. Is that the purpose of school? <clears throat> Their brains are just stuck in that. Is the, like, the slate's just wiped clean at some point? Is it every school year? Because they finish cool. the year, and then there's a the summer, and then they come back, and they have to start all over. Maybe. I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought of that point, but, um... Yeah... What if they did that? Like, they get to a... Well, so if they're going to do that, then there has to be some sort of, like, one of them is starting to remember, wait a minute, I've learned this before. I already know that two times two is four. (laughs) And they're hearing things He's together, man. Uh, Which, I mean, uh, assuming just the formula of these, that's, like, the arc of the first movie, is this... your, Your lead character figuring that out, and then, like, breaking the system... And then, obviously, the next two are just war movies. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way they do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah war movies. Like war, war against the teachers. Mm-hmm. But let's let's talk through this first one. Like, who's who's the main character? I don't know. Do you want to go male or female on this one? It's your pitch. You should go female. It's more empowering. It's always female now. I guess. And it's good. She's got to have a ridiculous yes. name, like Zai. Sandra. <laughs> Zy- but everyone just calls her Z yeah. or Z or something. It's got to be nicknames. 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 I figured, are well, I, I figure it would start with an X. That makes a difference. Well, but if it was, if it was like X I, could you still call her Z? Sure, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, go Z. All right, Z. Yeah, I must be something. How do you end up at this school? How do you end up at this school? Are we well, we could do it just like nobody knows how oh. long. Well, obviously that's how it begins, right? <laughs> I don't think you're gonna, you're, you're starting uh, like they're already in school, right? Like, but do do we go back and figure it out, or, or do you say that I for think, the movies? Yeah, I so think that would figure it out right be, now. <laughs> how it would go? Like these kids keep unraveling more and more about just the fucked up shit that's keeping this place alive. Mm. I just I love how did that voiceover? How did I end up here? Who am I? <laughs> Someone would say that at some point. For some reason, I just love the idea of students coming every day. Is like we'd like to introduce our new student today, and they're like, "Where am I?" You know, and they're introducing all. There's the kid at the back of the classroom. Who knows what's going on? He's carving shit into his desk. He's carving a way out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Would he, would he be like the other person who's? Figuring it out, like the he's like mementoing. Yeah, he's into into his his desk. Desk. Yeah, he's with like carbon shit everywhere. Yeah. Don't trust the teacher. <laughs> he's like a makeshift knife or something. So everyone in the class like thinks, "Oh, that guy's weird. That guy's a freak. I don't want to interact with him." But then, as our main character starts putting everything together, they realize, "No, he's the only one that makes sense. He's the only one that knows what's really going on." And then a, a friendship forms between Zyth. Zythandra. <laughs> that's correct. And, and the guy. I feel like it should be like something that's close to a, a regular name, like Pita. <laughs> but like, <laughs> change just a little bit. Yeah, that's that's way too Hunger Gamesy. That's the point, though. <laughs> oh, there we go. No, no, no. Pita's the name of her love. I know, but like a name like oh, Pita. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just gotta take uh, a normal name and then change one of the letters, right? <laughs> Add a whole bunch of Y's. <laughs> like Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. 
Is that a name? All J Y. Let's call him Jai. I figured the Y's would be at the end before the last end. So like Jonathan. Yeah, like Jonathan. I guess it could just be Jonathan. That's how you pronounce it. Jonathan. And he's he's pretty hot. So, so so and the nice thing about them, like aging without aging, is that they they can totally be like some hot twenty somethings, even though it's like a yeah, exactly. You can kind of cheat it a little bit, so you can cast people a little older if you want to do that. Oh yeah. Okay, so they go to class, and what kind of stuff do they are they taught? Are they taught some sort of alternate history? Is there like some powerful leader? I think so. It'd be like 1984, where they're rewriting what happened in the past to fucking brainwash them. Is there like some like person behind this? Like, some yeah, there's got to be some respected like, person, respected character, responsible actor. for it. some. Char- yeah, because you got to get the one old person in there. <laughs> Who the young people aren't going to know, but the, the old people are like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I remember him. There we go. You know, like how Donald Sutherland is in Hunger Games. Um, or Kate Winslet in Divergent. So, who could that be? I guess we don't know anything about this character, but... Yeah, is it the principal, or is it someone... That's kind of interesting. If the, the principal, principal is, like, responsible for everything. Like, they don't even, like, talk about, like, a anything outside of the school. Everything's... Maybe they're doing stuff inside the school to benefit something on the outside. I'm going to use my hands to make shapes. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Okay. You know, like... See, in my mind, the reveal was going to be more like it's a bunker or something. Like, they're deep underground. Oh, that's pretty cool, too. Like, is there a society outside in your mind? In your vision? Of Colin's idea? So, if they're like... (laughs) like, Take it and leave, Sean. This is more your style, anyway. If they're, like, deep underground in the school, that's, like, the heart of the colony, and then, like, the closer you get to, like, the surface, then there's, like, the the real society where people know what's going on, and they're on board with the propaganda and stuff, and then they're, like... There's, like, the the elite class at the very top that, like, they get to go out on the surface and enjoy it a little bit, and they, like, capture children to bring them to the school. Catch <laughs> 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 <Got your> children. <laughs> Get rid of sack. Yeah. Because I imagine okay. whatever's going on on the surface is real bad. But, what, I don't know, what do you guys think? That sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Like, it's like deep going. underground. And so the children have to fight their way to the surface? I think, yeah, I think that's the first one is, like, they figure out what's going on and they gotta fight their way out. And then the second one is whatever shit's going on on the surface. <laughs> and the third one is like that shit going coming like they like bring back the original earth dwelling people and whatever's going on the surface and there's like a war and so that they, they, it can be two parts <laughs> <laughs> perfect I mean this shit just writes itself right it's like I've never felt the sun on my skin before but they didn't even know that whoa they got learned about the sun in school Zythandra well, I mean, and Jonathan, something's going on in their heads, right? Because they they're forgetting every school year, mm-hmm. and I mean, is it is it just every summer they're like taken to brainwashing pods and locked up for like a couple months, and they come back out? So they like think that. it's that year again. The teachers go after party, some like giant <laughs> sex pit or something. So like everything's evil in this society except. The teachers just get to go off and have a sex <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not really they're not hurting anybody, but it, you know, it's decadent, so I guess we don't like it. Yeah. But why are they forgetting everything? Yeah. How does that how do you do that? Yeah. Like, well, why do they have to relearn everything that they 
Maybe they say that, like, if they teach them too much, they'll get too aware. <laughs> like, well, okay. What's the point of even teaching them at all? <laughs> so, yeah, the question is, why do they gotta... Why do they keep these kids, and why are they teaching them? And that is... That's a difficult question. See, that's why, I, earlier, I was like, they're, they're, like, teaching them to, like, make weapons or something for the outside world, but then yeah, they forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So that they don't, like, rebel. Yeah. Because I don't know, I don't, we haven't really talked about like what they actually do in school, aside from yeah. like get lectures about, I got some principal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is your principal. You founded the school where you learned about your principal. Like, what else did they learn? Like, we I got feel to, like uh, they could make up some like pretty elaborate history of the principal like fighting in wars and just make him seem like the greatest dude ever. Okay, so talking about his life and everything. Yeah, so they like, that would just be like one subject. They like PE, but it's like super dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're like teaching the kids to become. So maybe that's graduation is if you are like fully into the propaganda and you become like an ultimate soldier, then like you get to go graduate. And if not, you have to go through it again. Yeah, otherwise, you just get brainwashed because like, oh, he's gonna rebel. This one's this one's got some rebelliousness. It's cool. But seriously, could PE be like some sort of danger? <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because that, like that's balls swinging lava. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows people come to these movies, they come to the first one of these movies because they want to see kids die. And then later on, <laughs> they want to see the love story unfold. But first up, they just want to see kids die. Yeah, like American Gladiator type battles with those like baton things. Yeah, but on it's platforms. Like yeah. How about the PE teachers played by Dean Norris? That's pretty Breaking good. Bad. <laughs> And under the dome, it's perfect. Does he have a robotic arm or does he have a normal arm? Yeah, you could have a robotic arm. It just seems like I just already pictured. That's how I pictured him. (laughs) I just always kind of picture him with a robotic arm. (laughs) Well, he was born to play. Should we? Should we cast? Other parts like the principal. The well, it's gonna be hard in all these movies to cast yeah, young people. I mean, how many young actors do you know? And like all the good ones are already in movies. Like all this. the ones you know are because they've already done those movies. Yeah. Unless we're gonna do a bunch of googling, <laughs> start start searching, <laughs> search young actors. <laughs> you know, not a creepy way, but yeah, we didn't cast the principal. I don't know if it, it matters. I feel like that. We gotta yeah, at least cast the principal. So that's our established actor. Besides Steve Norris, now I guess. Do we have a personality? I assume since all this is about him, he's like pretty into himself. So I imagine he's like he's not totally the guy in charge of this whole underground society, but he is like pretty high up the chain. Like that's why they trust him. He's like he's like the he's like the Darth Vader to whoever the the uh, Emperor Palpatine is that's running this whole thing. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Wow, yeah. He definitely, like, I would I would never rebel. If with, it a ro- was, with a robot arm? Does <laughs> <laughs> everybody have a robot <laughs> But his, robot. his is a secret. He doesn't oh. want people to know, like, that he's, like, he wants to be, because like, then it makes it seem like he has a disability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, at the last one, he takes up his clothes, and he's, like, all robot, except for his head. Wait, oh, wait. Oh, shit. Are you saying, in the first one, he's, like, walking around with his, like, his like shirt sleeve like rolled up like he's just missing an arm, and then at the end a robot arm like slides out of his elbow. Or it just, I was like, saying that, the skin but we can go. With oh that. my god! Like Wolverine, and then, and then it falls off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Wolverine, but it's this whole stub turns into a javelin. Oh god, that's disgusting! <laughs> oh my god, full circle. <laughs> okay, so do, do we, do we care about the young people casting? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm looking at a list of people on IMDb. Um, Abigail Breslin. <laughs> How old is she now? How old she's is probably like 19, right? She's still, she's she's still in the. She's still in the. She could fit it. Mm-hmm. That, that was a weird thing to say. Just take word choice. Just fit it where the character right now is literally high school girl. <laughs> That's all we gave her to work with. I'm looking up people on IMDb. I don't know any of these people. I mean, though. they're just going to be someone who was a child star, and now they're they haven't been in something for a couple years, and so it's like, all right, Jake Lloyd. That's terrible. <laughs> Only if he like gets killed really fast. No one wants to see that. That's just depressing. Yeah, he can be in it for the first five seconds. He gets punched. I mean, there's always there's always Alex Pettyfer, but I think he already did one of those kind of movies. Who? The guy from you know that guy almost started as a douchebag. He's like in Magic Mike or something. Blonde dude. That doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't ring well, any bells. I think it's like that movie. I am number four. <laughs> okay, sure. And that's already the that you know same who, kind of bullshit. Who was the little girl in the Chronicles of Narnia? Mm-hmm. Which which one? Isn't there multiple ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The red haired girl. I have no idea. I don't know what her name is. I think we had Abigail Breslin, right? Or that was fine. Yeah, yeah, that's good for that part. We're good on that. We need a dude. Boom. We need a dude. Um, I'm looking. So he's got to be able to copy the weird guy at first, but then he's just the hunky guy later on. Hunky guy who knows what's up. You can just trust him. You can just, you know. You think about this, this dude, Sean. Does this dude look hot? He looks confused. I don't, I don't know who he is. Sean Pie, pie from. Just look at a list of handsome actors. <laughs> Why is he? Oh, okay, it's like a camera. I thought he was holding a magical orb. You may have seen him in such classics as Pay It Forward. And the Shaggy Dog? I don't know, he's just some dude who's hot. I, I feel don't like know. those were a long time ago. <laughs> well, he's probably like a little, little kid, but now he's like hot. Okay. He's in Killing Clinkin', the TV movie. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I don't know, I'm trying. I'm trying here. Sure, why not? I, I think he deserves What does it matter? This yeah. dude, Sean Pye from... <laughs> I, I want to say Python. Like we literally just cast a random person in our movie. <laughs> Don't even know who he is. Is there any other students? Is there like I imagine this dude Jonathan is do he's got to do some sweet American Gladiator battle with some other dude? Right? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. we definitely need some good kids and bad kids. Like someone who's told me head. get Jai Courtney in there. <laughs> you know he's already in Divergent. Oh. And he's like 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the thing. Just get like a super old guy. Oh, you yeah. you can do him, but you scene. gotta put him in makeup. <laughs> you kind of makeup. <laughs> you, well, you said he was like a, what did you say, like a beef head or something? Yeah, dumb meathead. Yeah, so just, <laughs> just like make his head more like. <laughs> make him look kind of like a moose from Archie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Modern special effects gone too far. <laughs> One way to find out with this movie. And he, what's his name? It's got to be a dumb. What's a dumb guy name? Hunk. <laughs> hunk. <laughs> yeah, hunk. We only need him to be like the rival to Jonathan, and so they can fight in some baton thing. I don't know. I don't know if you guys care about the specifics of what happens in the gym. It sounds kind of cool. 
I'm mildly interested. Maybe you should just integrate real things that are in a gym, like when PE, like the climbing rope, and that's got to be like a super high climbing rope. It's like really it high, goes up to the heavens. <laughs> yeah, or the ropes just like hanging out yeah. over a cliff, and you have to like <laughs> jump up yeah. on the rope and climb back up, like the one from Princess Bride. Yeah, the cliffs of insanity. Yeah, that stuff's intense. I can't think of anything else that happens in PE. Dodgeball. Dodgeball, but it's like with bombs. <laughs> so you don't. Huh? <laughs> so you, I guess. I guess like lightweight bombs. I don't know. Maybe they just create the illusion of death. Does that make sense? Does it make sense? I don't think it does make sense. Because yeah. in Divergent, I remember they have. Because I've seen it. Yeah. As, yeah, as a joke. I don't know because I could really? for free. <laughs> I didn't pay to see it. It was really, really horrible. But anyways, they had like guns that you shoot, you, you get shot with, but you don't like kill you, but you feel like you're actually being shot. Okay. <laughs> like it feels real. So if you but had, you're totally fine. If you had, yeah, you're totally fine. Okay. So, so if you have bombs, that make, I guess that's too close. Now, right? So if a kid dies, are they just brainwashed and then you know put back in the class when the, when the new school year starts? Yeah, no one so, ever remembers. So, so like by the time they get to the third one, the kids they killed in the first one can come back as enemies. Yeah, there you go. Bring back some people, mm-hmm. some beloved characters like Hunk. Hunk. I was trying to go with a version of Hank that that made sense, but I, Hunk is actually. You're trying to word. do the thing where you take out a letter. Yeah, but I mean, what else can you? You can do Honk or Hank. Hink. Hink. Hank. Hank. Hank's like a Weasley character name. Hank. Yeah. Oh, like Miles Teller would play a Hank. He was also in Div- Divergent, by the way. Really? Is he in this too? <laughs> Is he Hank? Is he? Yeah, he plays Hank. <laughs> They're Hank and Hunk in Hank and Hunk. They're brothers. <laughs> They're class clowns or something. He's a class clown. Fucking Hank. Okay, so I feel like we got most of this movie. Yeah, we don't. I, we don't need to. Literally go through the whole plot. Yeah, no, we've done enough. Well, what is the title of this movie? All I got is Hierarchy School. That's hierarchy is not bad. I don't think you need to throw school in there. Just hierarchy. Yeah, but then hierarchy. like the sequels need to be named like called like Oligarchy or something. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oligarchy. Yeah, that's like uh, like kings and shit, man. <laughs> Is there is there something else we can go with that ends with like for the third, well, third I mean, one? That's two. Oh, for the third one, or is, or there's oligarchy better for this the uh, for the third one? You think it ends in like an archy? Ooh. Anarchy? Whoa! Oh. Hierarchy, oligarchy, anarchy, part one and two. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm totally on board. I think uh, if you wrote the script, you'd be rich. You'd be the richest. But you'd have to write the book. You have to write the book first. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to sell the rights. To yourself. To myself. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. You gotta have someone uh, cool do the, uh, this, the this song for it, too. You know, like Taylor yeah. Swift or something. You know, Cause she, did, she did a song for one of those movies. I don't remember which one it was. So, you need to get, like... I was gonna say Robin Thicke, but now someone better. Who's who's hot? Who's in the moment? Uh, that guy who did the bomb bomb. It's <laughs> 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 really popular right now. Uh, that works with Bruno Mars. 
Oh, Mark Ronson? Yeah. Well, he can't do it himself. He can't sing. Oh, he, he doesn't do anything himself? No, he's... He's not that bomb bomb part. No, I don't... You <laughs> mean Yeah, that thing. You go bomb bomb. Yeah, it sounded like that Those song. guys. Get those guys to do the soundtrack. What are they called? Yellow? Yellow? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm lo- like I'm looking at you. Like I expect you to give me more information. <laughs> Talk to Ben. Clearly, this is not my expertise. Okay, so so that's hierarchy. Hierarchy was the name. Oh, nice. All of us all the second one's named oligarchy, and the third one's named anarchy. Parts <laughs> one and two. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'm up, and I figured since we uh, we would mostly be doing stuff like what uh, Colin just just no, pitched. That was <laughs> Colin, John. C C Wall, C Wall, C W, C Dub. I'll go C Dub. That I wanted to go with another kind of popular young adult uh, style. I know you guys are familiar with John Green. He uh, I think so. wrote Fault in Our Stars, oh, okay. which I uh. I have read. I'm a little embarrassed about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, why is this popular? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. And you know, it's kind of funny. It's it's kind of cringy now and then, like because there's 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 parts where you can tell this is like a 40 year old dude writing teenagers. Yeah. Just when like he's like awesome, like all this slang that sounds really incorrect. Um, <laughs> and then I saw the movie and it was horrible. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. And uh, and Wait, somehow is the Fulton our stars girl the same as the Divergent girl? Yeah, it's both Shailene Woodley. So, she probably have to be in my movie too. <laughs> but then somehow, like, I don't know. These, these like, bo- the books are so easy to get sucked into. I have I have one on me right now. I started reading... I'm not proud of this, but this is his next book. Or, or his last, this is Paper Towns. I'm, I pulled out a copy of Paper Towns by John Green. It's playing a movie this summer. Fast. It's, yeah. Is it's that like, a Fulton our stars too for them to work on? Is that... What? There's not a fault in their stars too. Come to make on. A movie Apparently, you're not that like, familiar with that. Both of them have cancer in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I thought one of them's got to be dead. I thought one of them died, and the other one's like, "I'm good to go." Yeah, but still, like, what do you do in a sequel? Like, she goes to college or whatever. <laughs> she knows she has cancer too, right? But doesn't she get better? I mean, it ends before. Uh, oh, is, does it end with she's like, I hope. Like Morgan Freeman, <laughs> <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. I mean, I don't know. It's open ended, but it's sad. But that's why well, I wanted to do a mo- uh, like a movie slash book pitch that was like a combination of uh, those kind of things. Coming of age. It's got to be quirky, but it's also got to have like some really weird, sad stuff, and then like some like stuff that's inspirational. But it's really not that inspirational. <laughs> so let me let me let me start start out here. So we have. We have Ivan Queen, who is a teenage prodigy, math science, and Ivan Queen IQ. That's a good well, nickname. Okay. He's a prodigy, math science, you name it. And his life's work has been working on this, solving the most complex equation in the history of the world. Um, and all the universities are really impressed. And uh, he applies, and he gets into every college. Every college. Every college. <laughs> Whoa. And then twist. And then he dies. Like, this is the beginning. <laughs> so then... Wait, so and then he dies, and then title card after that? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm pointing at you because, yes, that's what's happening. 
Um, and from what's a really tragic way to die? For you, like other than cancer? Yeah, it can't be cancer. Being killed by a drunk driver. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like one of those things where like he just barely dodges soon. the drunk driver, and they sit by a bus. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, or it goes off the cliff into the ocean. I like the idea of a bus, though, because like buses are like educational, and he's like super smart. <laughs> so it's got to be a school bus. It's, it's oh, wait, yeah. obviously. <laughs> anyway, so the story picks up with his brother, and, uh, then, and the, but the school bus is like full of kids, and they're like all of their minds combined could not equal his. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's in the yeah. book, that line. Yeah. <laughs> all of their vibes could not combine. Like, I would rather all those kids died so that he might live. It's like, this is really insightful, but you're like, what, what does that really mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so it picks up with his brother, Devin, or Dev, because it's cool to have nicknames or, sh- or shorten your name. And I'm not sure, let's, I get, we can make him like twin brother, cause, and he's not smart. So then it's like, oh, living in the shadow of my brother and there's I don't know there's some duality stuff or something going on there we'll figure that out so he's not smart he didn't get any any colleges zero <laughs> zero he got it there's literally zero colleges not even DeVry <laughs> they, rejected him. they rejected him he's too dumb but anyways um, he feels bad that oh man my brother was so smart he got accepted to all these colleges so what he's decided to do he's gonna take his ashes He's going to take a road trip and go to every college and spread his ashes over the <laughs> campus. And um, <laughs> so he's going to take, he's going to go on a road, it's a road trip kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going this this journey, not just for his brother, but for himself. He needs to find himself. He doesn't have, he's, he doesn't have any identities. He's aimless. Um, but of course, along the way, he needs to, um, three things need to happen. First, he needs to meet a hitchhiker girl, his manic pixie dream girl. And she has to have a ridiculous name, too. I'm thinking her first name should be a major American city, and then her last name is a state. But, but, not but the they don't match yeah. up. <laughs> they don't match. Because <laughs> that's a funny, that's like a weird kind of quirky. Like, so first we got to think of... Massachusetts. I was also thinking Massachusetts as a last name because it seems like such an impractical word. Like, how could that? Ever I like Massachusetts as a last name. I'm not sure about Ukraine. That's a country. <laughs> right. Think of a nice Think of a nice. Let's think of a, a major American city. Any American city. How about Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge. <laughs> My God. It's just ridiculous enough to there work. And she goes by. I don't know. You go by. What's the nickname there? Like Rouge. Rouge. I, I like it. Perfect. Bat Mass. <laughs> that Combined guy. The last name of the first name. That sounds weird. Bat Mass. Bat Mass. Batman's like overweight <laughs> partner, Bat Mass. <laughs> I like Rouge. Baton Rouge, Massachusetts is just a girl. And um, she needs to have a couple things. She needs to have um, a weird hobby. Quirky, but you know, maybe there's something cute or just weird. It's a good weird hobby, like dark weird. Or it could be any kind of weird. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this character interesting because you know she's a hitchhiker. She's doing weird shit. She's risky. Like let's say this Dev character, you know, he's lived a very sheltered life. You know, uh, he didn't really experience the world. Mm-hmm. So she needs to be like totally. So she needs to have a hobby that's like I've experienced the world. Look what I can do. Like I can rub sticks together and make a fire. Yeah. But but not that. <laughs> it's not really a hobby. I don't think. Uh, I purposely left these holes so we could film a bit. I don't have. Mm. An, I don't think I have an idea because I don't. 
Um, that could be something good. It could be like you know, if she like collects weird leaves or something, then it's like she's so world weary. She or not world weary, worldly that she knows. Uh, you know, like this is a rare leaf and stuff like that. I don't know if that's not funny enough for this movie. It does give her like a thing where she's like searching for the perfect leaf. Like mm. Dev finds it at the end or something. There's got to be like some story about how leaves fall too, and how that's symbolic of something. So then they die. They die. Like, Every I leaf can't. you've ever picked up is a dead leaf because it's fallen from its tree. Yeah. They've all been separated. Already fighting tears. Aren't we all just dead leaves? <laughs> dead leaves on the dirty Wait, ground. I finally get that. Cue that song. <laughs> like in the car, just rocking out. Um, oh, and she should maybe she should have an illness too. But it can't be cancer. Liver disease. Liver disease. <laughs> <laughs> Too much drinking. <laughs> it's a secret. She gives it a secret. She's hard drinking. It's a hard drinking. She's just like really focused. Uh, but then, like, at the end, the doctor's like, oh, sorry, it's actually just your gallbladder. <laughs> pop that right out. No big deal. Yeah. Well, that could be, like, if it seems like it's getting really bad, and then you're like, oh, you can have a happy ending. Maybe. If we're going to go that direction. It's possible. Okay, we can do that. Okay, so they need to do crazy things on the way. Because I do have sort of uh, an end. I, I guess I should say the, the end point I'm thinking is maybe this I, uh, Ivan Queen IQ, when he was uh, alive, mm-hmm. was uh, particularly impressed with this one like scientist, this like genius guy that he really wanted to meet. And he's at this really prestigious university. And that's going to be their last stop. They're going to meet him eventually. So that's that's the point that they're trying to reach. But there's got to be some stuff that happens in between. Like, she's got to open up his world and then do crazy stuff. Like, um, stuff like Dine and Dash. Or maybe go into a hotel and throw out all of, like, the furniture. <laughs> Is there a funny way that could backfire? Any of these? Yeah, they could be like, you have to pay for <laughs> <laughs> So then they have to find a way to pay for it? They get quirky jobs. They tap, they tap maple trees. And make maples. It's <laughs> <laughs> really elaborate. Because <laughs> she collects leaves. I don't know. <laughs> Different. I like it. How long does that take? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a couple years. Oh, oh winter. <laughs> oh, winter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause, uh, and that's great. Because then you can do that thing where it starts out and it's like, you know, fall. And then it goes winter. You know, go, you go through the season and it says your progression of time. So, so they spent all the winter making maple syrup <laughs> to pay for the furniture that they threw out of the It was the only job we could find. <laughs> so that's that's a good that's good because you can have them like walk around in the woods and there's lots of nice montages and like mm-hmm. sweet sweet soundtrack. Yeah, We're gonna have to assemble this. What are some of the bands that could be in a movie like this? Cool ones. Alt J. Traverches. Yeah, Traverches. <laughs> like, however you say that. Yeah. Um, people like that, uh, and then but then you got to get someone big to do like the main song, like Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith doing a duet. Oh, <laughs> so beautiful! It'd be it'd win a, a Grammy of some sort. Um, okay, and let's see what else could they do? Is anything is crazy. They could steal a dead body from a cemetery. <laughs> I wrote that down to something that maybe that could be inter- be interesting, interesting, interesting. <laughs> When they talk about grave robbing, I don't think usually they mean you're robbing the, the actual corpse. I just, I just like, like how we're, like, 
you know, her obsession with dead leaves, maybe she's got an obsession with dead things, you know. Mm-hmm. That's such a cliche that's so easy to use. How about instead of that, she, like, digs up a dead pet? Okay. Like, oh, yeah, and she, like, carries it around like it's her, you know, like, it, it's funny. It's like, like, that's so, that's, like, messed up. That's it's like, funny it's in, like, a box, up. though, right? She's not, she doesn't just have a rotting corpse just out in the She back. probably uses it in some situation. Like like a little dog like like an, when you have a little dog in a purse like as a joke in one scene. That or she's like always has this thing and and he's always like what's in there? And he always wants to know. Oh, and then he finally finds out it's a fucking dead dog. Should it be a dog or is that is that a good animal? That's like the saddest animal. It's, it's the dead. saddest animal. He's like that's why you smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she's got like another thing where she's always trying like she's always like spraying everything. You think it's like she's just like I'm OCD. And you're like oh that's quirky, but now <laughs> she's doing it because she has so much work. She has a dead animal in her purse, <laughs> and she's got that all winter. That thing is it's gotta be like a skeleton (laughs) but there's like a you know a thematic thing here of all these characters are carrying around the uh, the bodies of the people that meant the most to them except in her case it's a dog yeah he's got he's got the ashes Uh, as for the college stuff I figured it'd be the typical kind of things you go to one college you have the sweet party kicking the Traverch's Mm -hmm. music you know they they have a moment Uh, maybe you go to another college that's uh, full of a bunch of I don't know, weirdos. I don't know what that means, but, you know, weird weird school. Mm-hmm. Something funny there. They go to a historically black college and feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You can do that. Um, bold, I guess. And then uh, you, can, I, you gotta build to the... Um, oh, there's gotta be something that divides them at one point. Be- before they meet the, prof- the, uh, the professor. And not like they got into different colleges or something. He didn't get into any. Colleges. What if she did? She I did like get into he colleges. Should get into uh, like college. she's been talking about. Like she didn't get into colleges, but then you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's like a thing they've been bonding over. Like mm-hmm. the educational system wouldn't have us. But then you find out that she's like, like an undergrad, and like, and she's like, Harvard. I wasn't lying to you. I believed in you. I knew you could get in. And he's just like, bitch. <laughs> That's the lie. <laughs> it's a really serious moment with one very bizarre acting choice on one particular line. And it's that. Yeah, and obviously that's very hurtful, so they like break up or at least separate from each other. Yeah, they separate. I assume there's only one college left to visit at this point. And it's the one with the professor. Mm-hmm. So he goes there alone. Yeah. And you can go two different routes with this. Um, there's a character like this in Fault in Our Stars where in that book the girl is obsessed with this one writer who only wrote one book ever and then she wants to visit him but then he, he's not like what she expected at all. He's a total asshole. And the movie's played by Willem Dafoe. Um, so you could make this professor not so great or maybe you could just he just seems like less impressive than you thought but he still says something that's very like very small that's like what's the point you know he's got he says got something there i think that's probably the better route to go like um, he's disappointing at the moment but then later on like actually that was about as good as that could have gone maybe maybe it could be even be interesting if like this professor is more like dev like they have more in common they think than he would ever would have had with his dead brother so maybe that, that could be kind of yeah. an interesting thing. Like, this dude's like, oh, I didn't get into any colleges. <laughs> I don't know if a college professor <laughs> But, you know, like, this guy had to work his way through, you know. Started out as, like, a janitor. Yeah. He, he's, 
He's like the inspiration for Good Will Hunting. He's like the real Good Will Hunting. He plays, he plays Will Hunting, the real one. Except for the part where Will Hunting's like super genius. He's like pretty genius. Well, yeah. yeah the he's just story. been like sweeping in the back of the history class for so long that like he knows the yeah, he got curriculum. It. It's not like he's not insightful. He just memorized it. Right. It's, it's the dream of the American education system. <laughs> Who plays that guy? That's your little celebrity... Cameo in there. Is it crazy to get Tom Hanks in this? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I mean, I like it, but I feel like this is a little beneath him. Who's a lesser Tom Hanks? Does that exist? Lesser Tom Hanks. I wouldn't say lesser Tom Hanks, but maybe Bill Murray would be down, right? That'd be so cool. Yeah, be really inspirational. <laughs> he'd do it if he like he gets to have like a funny goatee in it. <laughs> well, well, what's kind of nice about that is if you're expecting like this egghead of a scientist, and then it's like Bill Murray, the ultimate chill dude. You know, yeah. You know, he wears like flip flops. <laughs> he plays Will Hunting. <laughs> Are they in Berkeley? <laughs> Yeah, do we need to establish what the final school is? Well, I imagine he starts on one coast and ends on the other, right? I mean, that's where the prestigious schools are, anyway. So, do you want it on the west coast or the east coast at the end? I feel like the the east coast is more okay. toy toy with their colleges, their Ivy League schools. So you imagine he's at like Harvard, or Yale? Yeah, or or if you do the other way, you can go to the ocean. Well, there's an ocean over there too. Yeah, the but it's, like, it's not like it's not yeah, like, it's not like, a, it's not like a hot. It's just a harsh, bitter mistress out there. The Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> you just go to the Atlantic. You just go to the Atlantic Ocean to die. That's like that's the whole. Like, yeah, so of it. let's make it somewhere on on the west coast then, and uh, you know, a tear can fall in the ocean. Only there does it seem small. So he like runs out in the ocean at some point. It's <laughs> a line from the book of the suit. Only at the ocean do my tears feel small. <laughs> Yeah, that's a line. That's deep, man. So that ends a chapter. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what this dude... Oh, you know what I totally forgot about? That equation? The ultimate equation that no one could solve? It's got to be something dumb, like the answer is love. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, like, there is no answer. Like, Bill Murray shows him that, you know? It's not about the answer. Like the Kobayashi Maru. The journey. It's about the journey. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. Okay. Anything that makes you think a little bit of Star Trek is probably a good decision. Maybe the girl actually went to the school they were going to, so it's easy, so you can just you can just find her there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe she's just also at the ocean if he goes to the ocean afterwards. They just run into each other randomly at the ocean on some beach. And then they That's like you know they send love. her dog out into the Great blue yonder. <laughs> That's a good scene. Like a little <laughs> boat or something. Or, yeah. Like Boromir. <laughs> with the le- with the rest of the ashes. Because it's about letting go yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been carrying around the fucking trials of these dead things with us. <laughs> it was a really long monologue. Yes, they're yeah. looking out upon the ocean. This is dedicated to my dog Frankie and my brother IQ. <laughs> you know, I just realized I named the other guy uh, Dev. So his, his initials are DQ. 
Straight observation. Hot eats cool treats. There's a scene where they go there and make fun of it because they're they're cool like that. Yeah, and they get it, that sweet advertising. It's cool. It. Yeah, they're like making fun of it, but it's also like, hey, this is a Dairy Queen scene. Really good. Like when Iron Man eats those Burger King burgers, you're not like those are great burgers, but you are kind of like I kind of want burgers. Yeah, burgers. I'm gonna get one later. I'm thinking about it. And the, uh, sorry, I just got a the dog. It's got to be the contrast, or it's like this is to my genius brother who died avoiding a drunk driver. This is my idiot dog who died peeing on an electric fence or something. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. cheer at that part. They also laughing. He's like, oh, that's sweet. That's so, like, like as they're watching it go out, he's like, "You never told me how Frankie died." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They laugh and they hug and they make out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> she gets her her what was her pancreas taken out or whatever it was. <laughs> oh right, her gallbladder. Yeah, her gallbladder. That's was not liver disease after all. That's post credits. Yeah. It's during the credits. It's like photographs of them. Like, <laughs> Right, uh, and then the, the title is has to be something like the equation of love or something. Dumb oh or shit, or something like that, or some, something math and love related. But I don't know. I'm not good at math. So. About like the dependency theorem. <laughs> See, that sounds like a, a razor sharp thriller. <laughs> the dependency theorem. <laughs> Uh, axiom, axiom of love. Axiom. No, I like. Uh, I like Hendrix We've been waiting for. Yeah. Maybe like you could do some with X and, and Y axis. Oh shit! Like male and female, but I don't know how that turns into a title. <laughs> well, like, I mean, what if you just call it X's and Y's? It's almost a cold play album. <laughs> <laughs> they do the theme. So, so oh wait, no! It was, I cool. forgot it was Sam Smith and Ed Sheeran. No, they're out. Coldplay. Okay. X, X's and Y's. Okay, that's that's my my thing. All right. I like how the, you told us that you're like, I don't have anything for this pitch. And once again, John stepped up with a really elaborate. Yeah. Well, I, I, I left. I, it's because I left a lot of holes, but I left. I still tried to come up with the beginning. So, but like you end. knew where you were. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you just didn't have the details. Yeah. You, you had it, man. I do not. <laughs> um, I like that confidence. So mine, it's, it's it feels like modern day when it begins, and we follow uh, high school young woman like Collins. She's going to school, but it, it's not a sci-fi set. It's just like a regular school she's going to and she's lying in bed one night and she hears someone yelling hey hey help 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 hey 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 and she's like what's going on and so she like calls the police she's like something's going on in my neighbor's place I hear him freaking out and uh, and the, and the police show up and there's and nothing nothing happened they, they like knock on the door the neighbors open the door everything's fine and she's like what's this all about this is suspicious then she just goes back to bed and gets up and goes to school the next day. Um, and it's there, on her way home from school the next day, uh, that the Native American police officer that she's friendly with pulls over and stops her and says, 
tell me exactly what happened last night. And she says, I heard someone screaming next door. It's like I, it's like I, when I called the police, I told you. And he says, there wasn't anyone screaming last night, but the dog was barking. And she's like, what does that mean? I clearly heard words. And he's like, I need to show you something. So he, this adult takes this young woman out into the woods. And he says, you have the gift. You can speak with the animals. You are the chosen one. Um, and basically becomes a war against global warming. But I need you guys to help me figure out how it gets there. But I'll, I'll, she's going to be teaming up with Native American people, but she's a, clearly a white savior. And um, does this take place in like Central Washington, like the Twilight movies? I'm thinking more Oregon, Oregon, like off the beaten path, Oregon. Okay. No one knows what's going on yeah. out there. <laughs> she, can, she can speak with the animals, like in the Narnia movies, or Doctor Doolittle, or Doctor Doolittle. It's like a sexy young, but she's. Like the other ones, like every the other people in her group can speak with one type of animal, but she's the only one who can hear all the animals. Okay, that's kind of interesting. So, like maybe this cop guy, he can communicate with dogs as well, and that's how he knows that was going on, and that's like why he's the guy. He's in the canine unit. <laughs> <laughs> so these animals are trying to communicate with people. Are is there something? Are they trying to like? have the people save them? Are they trying to warn them? Is there something coming after the animals? Oh, yeah. Okay. Something real some, bad. Some dark force. Just the worst force. But it, does, and it ties to its nature somehow? It ties to nature. It ties to global warming, I think. But it might not be directly global warming. It might be an allegory for global warming. Is it something that is like... It's like a entity, like a person, a being? I think it makes it more fun if you have a fight like that. Yeah, you know, it's, like can, you know, it's not just like, like a smog or like, something. Like a big like, it's like, like Captain Planet rules, <laughs> where like, it is sludge, but it's like a sludge dude. Okay, I'm trying to think why something would go out and kill all the animals. Or, or I guess the animals are trying to warn the people, because the animals are always the first to know. <laughs> and the whole ecosystem's in nature. But what if it was just like Mother Nature is trying... To kill the humans with global warming. Is Mother like, Nature the bad like guy? The, it's a disaster. And the animals are torn in between humans and nature. Mm-hmm. And it's not like nature is evil. She's just protecting herself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the conflict. Is the, like, yeah, she could go out there and kill Mother Nature. Like, no problem. But she doesn't want to because it's wrong. And it would doom humanity. Okay. So she's got to team up with Native Americans mostly. Um, characters but she's our white savior, so, it's, it's, so the audience is going to wait. What did you say? I said your character's like a canary in the coal mine. Yeah, yeah. That's the. Let's remember the, that when we come up with the title. That's the name of the first chapter <laughs> of the book, right? <laughs> canary in the coal mine, chapter one. Can we name her Canary? Is that too on the nose? <laughs> you can name her. Could just be like Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. <laughs> but everyone calls her Canary. Carrie Canary. Carrie? It's <laughs> like a spirit animal, I think. Last name is Minor. I think she has a canary that she's really close to and gets killed at some point. 
No. Does she have one particular does animal? She, does she go through? Oh, sorry. I was just saying, does she have one particular animal that she's close to, like a side, like a sidekick animal? Sidekick animal. That's a good idea. That she be like a tough, like really badass wolf who like hates humans, but he knows he has to work with humans. Everybody loves wolves. He's got like a sweet. He's a lone wolf. And he's like voiced by Gerard Butler. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Someone tough. Yeah. Well, he's as tough as they come. I can't think any tougher than Gerard Butler. Jason Statham, maybe. I was going to say Ray Winstone. Ray Winstone. <laughs> but then you're like, why are all these British people like the wolves? Well, that's how you show that they're distinguished. Like, what kind of accent should a wolf have? Ray Winstone is like an old... He's like a older, fatter wolf. <laughs> so, so just all the wolves are British. Tough They're guys. all British. All the wolves are British. And all the other animals are Australian. <laughs> A lot of accents going on. <laughs> yeah, she's... Does she have a... I mean, I, I, I know it's cliche, but these are all cliches. Uh, mm-hmm. Does she have some kind of love interest character? Oh, yeah. Is this... Is a, can the character turn into... Maybe the, char- the other character shouldn't be able to turn into an animal. Like a normal double dude. Well, um, uh, I think they were just being able to communicate with the other animals. Do you want them to transform? Like animals? No, no. I was saying that she should She should be friends with... The, maybe she... Or, Romantic thing can be with a dude who doesn't have powers. Yeah. Oh, 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 I was definitely thinking there's a love triangle with her like high school boyfriend and then like new society the hot hunky dude. Who doesn't you can't wear just shirts. make him Native American because then it's too much like Twilight. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, unless it's with a dude. Like I said, wolf. there are a lot of people with this gift. <laughs> if it's with a dude, oh, that's still like Twilight because he turned the dude a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I wasn't. Th- I wasn't really thinking they turn into the animals more than they could just talk with them. I I wasn't saying that, but I'm I'm saying like. I, you said a love triangle. I assume one of the people is one of the Native Americans, or just like in that group. He doesn't have to. Okay, so they're not all. He doesn't Americans. have to racially they're be just Native American. Yeah, okay, there's a group. They just live outside of. Society. No one's going to see a movie with this many Native Americans. You got to get beautiful white people in there. <laughs> okay, beautiful white people, like a dude's long blonde hair for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just living in the woods. Oh, he's living off the throwing it around all the time. He's like really in her face about how he lives off the grid. <laughs> he, has, he has dreads. <laughs> yeah, he's got and a like, pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. He's like super hot. He's like right. really so is he that hot off. that he could pull off the dreadlock? Yeah, he can pull it off. Weird haircuts are, are always a good idea in these kind of movies. There's a lot of that in my brain. She's just like, oh my god, is that patchouli? I love patchouli. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he living in the woods. But what can he talk to? What can he? Talk he can talk to something really. I think he's got to be like a bird that he can talk to. <clears throat> like eagles, or something. yeah, like eagles. Sweet, cool bird, like an eagle. Like but it's like not a lot of eagles, so it's not that helpful to have that. But what? It, but, but then it does come in handy. Like when it comes in handy, it comes in handy. Yeah. It's like oh, well, we don't usually see eagles because they're endangered. He's always like defending. Well, it's not my fault. They're endangered. <laughs> so I never see me doing my power. That's why I hate white people. He's pretty old. <laughs> but he's pretty, pretty hot though. And he's resourceful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's got all sorts of traps set up around the woods. Different things. Mm-hmm. What's what's about this high school guy? What's his deal? High school guy's deal. Yeah. Um. He's he's like the sensitive one, I guess. He's, he's not like your typical jock. He's more like. Understand. He's more like Peter Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, where he's just like so awesome. Everybody loves him. It doesn't make any sense. Here's something. Maybe he's like a nice guy, but like his dad owns like a company that really cares the Earth. That's good. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I think this has got to escalate to like an open conflict between yeah. humanity and nature, and these people are stuck in the middle just trying to like. Is this a trilogy? Oh yeah. <laughs> is this, okay. <laughs> Come on. Of course. Yeah, I guess because it's got the whole war aspect to it. And if that guy is like an evil, kind of evil, or just a dad who's like doesn't know his intentions are bad, but they are, like that'll keep that guy in the story. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get, then you, there's a shot, you know, to cast some actor. Sam Neill, someone you kind of know, but it's not a super big star who might be able to do this kind of project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone of that, or Pierce Brosnan. I don't know why I keep going British for everything. <laughs> um, they're so good at acting. They're just so good at acting. And this sounds very theatrical, and it sounds very. Yeah, it's melodramatic. Melodramatic, there you go. To their speed. Okay, so. Speed. Mother Nature, how does she fight? Like I mean, she, so she has like she has, like global warming stuff. So I imagine all sorts of natural disasters. But does she have like a an army of physical entities? Yeah, sludge I've, people. Maybe I think definitely sludge people, so you can have them kill them mercilessly. I imagine the sludge people like can like make them look like regular people too. But then sometimes you like hit them and you find out it's a sludge person. No. <laughs> sometimes you hit them and they find out just a regular person. <laughs> Like, at one point, there's, like, a really serious part, like, in maybe, like, the third movie. Not, like, the, the part one of the third movie, where, like, her old boyfriend, like, like they find out he's now a sludge person. Like, he's not, like, who he really was. Maybe at the end, like, the one after that, like, he's back to normal, but... Yeah, they find him, like, in Aliens, he's, like, pinned up against the wall. That or, like, her parents. I assume she's... She's, she's like, school. kill me. <laughs> sludge everywhere. Um... Puddle of Mud does a song. For this. Yeah, I, I feel like her parents are probably just ignorant of the whole thing and like not on any side. And they're just like, we're just trying to make maple syrup. Maple syrup was in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be like a running thing between all our movies. Maybe. Okay. That's what, kind of, what joins the universes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe mine's slightly in the future of yours. I thought you said it was present day. Mm-hmm. Slightly in the future. We're to the point where global warming is definitely becoming more of a problem. Like, okay, that's pretty much present day, though. <laughs> but, like, a little more. <laughs> <laughs> like, 20 a years. A couple islands have been lost. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Had some casualties. Did we cast... Mother Nature was the bad guy. Mother Nature is... But, but is she? It's a question you have to ask mm-hmm. yourself. That we all have to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like, what do you think? <laughs> 3D... You decide. I'm thinking like a Michelle Pfeiffer. That's good. There you go. That works. Yeah, she's probably available. Probably. <laughs> and, okay, you Native American dude, played by some Native American actor. And, what other elements? Are we missing any elements in here? Got a lot at, in play. A lot of good stuff. We got love triangle. We got fights. We got fights. Special love effects. triangle. Monsters. Monsters. Monsters with a weird name. We didn't come with that. Are they just sludgies? <laughs> if, if that's what you want to call them, but that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> well, they all sound Sludgy. ridiculous. They all Everybody sound ridiculous. Run. At first. <laughs> I think I saw some sludgies out. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they have to be sludgies. Yeah, they were going sludgies. I love the idea of people being super serious. Like, There's some sludgies. <laughs> They just run out of the bathroom. <laughs> Come on, man. There's got they gotta be able to travel to the toilets too. There's gotta be a yeah. <laughs> For your, your pipes and 
I mean, they're liquid. You can't stop them. Yeah. Like, are the, are the sludges only human, or can they be animals as well? So, they are just sludge. They can take any form they want. So it could be like a sludge python. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think cool. Cool. Especially if you make it really big. Because <laughs> why stop? Why oh, stop yeah. at a regular it'll, size? It'll python? definitely be the thing where, like, the amount of sludge that it is seems to have no relationship to how big it is <laughs> when it transforms <laughs> into other forms. Because that'd be sweet, like a bunch of wolves fighting a giant python made of sludge. Mm-hmm. There's like ripping it to shreds, but just set to like Florence and the Machine playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the dark days are over. Or some Fantagram. Right, Fantagram. They're there. They're in the movie. Yeah. yeah. They play a house band in the background of the scene. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> but for some reason, that part's in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you have a title in mind? I didn't have a title in mind. (laughs) Okay, so just talking to animals. So you can put some like talkers in there. Something can't call wind talkers. Like that movie that already exists. I think like they can call themselves talkers. Like that's definitely in the nicknames. Nicknames are good. Yeah, but that's not necessarily the title. Talkers, <laughs> the talkers. I think it's got to be something more tuned into the fact that it's nature. Yeah. Gaia. Gaia. Got something there. What? Gaia. Okay, Gaia. That like that's just like Earth, right? Yeah. Well, that's good because then you caught the Gaia trilogy or something. There you go. <laughs> Whisperers. Maybe if you have Gaia and then some sort of subtitle. <laughs> Gaia Absolution. Anyway, I think that should be the last one. Oh, yeah. Absolution. Absolution. What are the other ones called? If that's the title. Gaia. Origins? Origins. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Origins. You gotta use, like, words that people never use for titles. <laughs> Everybody uses Origins. You keep thinking. What's I'm that new to... transporter called? Legacy. Oh, damn it! I'm gonna go to random word generator on watchoutforsnakes.com. <laughs> I, I feel like this is gonna be. A, this doesn't work. Okay, sorry. You keep. Uh, you guys keep thinking. I'm gonna keep throwing things around. There's absolution. You could name it. You could name it after the seasons, maybe <gasps> Gaia. Friggin. But not just like the fall, but yeah. call it like you know the the, the mm. one like the coldest winter. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely two. That's yeah. definitely the second one. That sounds like a middle one. The so okay, winter. so it's just like an adjective. So like the. So the middle one's called the, the coldest winter. What's the? Does anyone have a new title now? If we're going with that so season theme, Gaia the blank fall, then Gaia the coldest winter, and then what? What like Gaia the something about spring, right? Yeah, the new spring, something like that. The new spring, spring of life, spring of life. <laughs> oh my god, spring of life parts one and two. Gaia's Spring of Life, part one and two. 
that's good. Spring up. Okay, and then we talking with autumn or fall. Fall's a good word. Like you're, you're saying fall. Yeah, I think of. it's gotta be fall. Um, fall. Timbers. Timbers. <laughs> you get all of these harvest too. In word. Oh, there we go. Something harvest. It's not harvest moon. <laughs> uh, I know. Harvest. Yeah, I can only think of twilighty things. <laughs> it's like new harvest. Oh, it's like new moon. Doesn't work. The baleful harvest. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it's progress. <laughs> Yeah, what if it's just something that doesn't make sense? Like, the, the quiet harvest. The quiet harvest. <laughs> Perfect. Gaia, the quiet harvest, Gaia, the coldest winter, and Gaia, spring of life, part one and two. All right. So that's three. Call it Colvin. You've seen the format. Do you think you can do it? <laughs> I have ideas. <laughs> uh, string them together into one movie. All right. So, like, something that I've been inspired by recently is 3D printing, significantly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was thinking the character, he would work at a tech startup. Oh, he's a, he's a genius who works at a tech startup. He started his own company. Real rabble-rouser, and, uh, no, he's not a rabble-rouser. Some recluse, and he's a dick. Uh, and... <laughs> And he started his company in his garage, bioprinting. Like, okay, have you, have you heard about this? Like, there's this guy who's, like, trying to grow human penises in the lab. <laughs> like, so that, like where this is going. <laughs> That's where you start. That's the most important part. <laughs> like, so that if you lose one, or part of one. Or, you know, if, <laughs> if you just... If you lose one, you've got the spare, right? Yeah. But if you lose both... Or if you just want two... I, I, at the same time, I don't know. You know, front and back, like the good old days. But so this guy's—he's working on it. I don't. He says it's like twelve more years in the future or whatever. So we're gonna get there. But no uh, we will all live to that day. Yeah. So the idea is like bioprinting. This guy—he's gonna like uh, bioprint all of these body parts, and then he's gonna put them together, and he's gonna make the first synthetic human. Oh, no. Whoa. And, whoa, surprise, just like in Frankenstein, guess what happens? Uh, This monster that he created, who's like a goddamn Adonis, because why wouldn't you make a perfect-looking human? (laughs) But he does make him, like, eight feet tall, though. Because <laughs> he's like really small. Gotta keep him humble. He's like he's a short dude, so he was like, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if I had somebody who's tall and could carry me around on his shoulders and everything?" Hmm. Nobody would make fun of me then for being this. No one makes fun of someone when he's when he's an adult walking around on someone else's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought this was gonna be like a woman, not like a really ripped dude that he rides around. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> My giant. <laughs> Catch twenty two. Tiny penis. He's got a giant dude. Uh, and then the guy, 
It's basically it's basically just Frankenstein, except that he's three D printing all of these body parts. And he, so does he stop at the one, or does he keep going? No, he stops at the one, and then the guy's like, "I feel really alienated." <laughs> he feels alienated. Just imagine what his synthetic person is going through. Yeah, like no, no, no. That's what I mean. The synthetic person is like, "I feel alienated." But that doesn't really make any sense now that I say it because I was like, he's an Adonis who's eight feet tall. <laughs> There's got to be something messed up. Like, well, as like, a tall person, I can tell you, you get on an airplane, you're like, Ugh, I don't belong in this world. <laughs> you bang your There's head on There's not enough leg room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's brutal. <laughs> this is the worst. Maybe there's something weird, like he doesn't know how to manufacture proteins properly, so this guy's skin is just falling off like a Dolly painting or something. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm hideous. I have to keep getting Botox. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. That's, that's like cause the thing about, it, like, you can create life, but then you have to be responsible for it. You have to maintain that yeah. life. Doesn't doesn't stop at creation. So, like, in Frankenstein... Because that's my blueprint. <laughs> oh, terrible movie. Uh, he's like, uh, oh, I'm hideous, and I learned a language by hiding out in this pig cellar <laughs> next to this French couple. <laughs> okay. You usually call it a sty, but sure. There we go. The pig cellar. <laughs> uh... And he's just like stealing food from them. Have you guys wait? Have you guys seen uh, the not? It's some British movie. There's a guy that lives in the walls of this what used to be an orphanage, and there was this guy that started just killing all of the children there. So like maybe this guy just lives in the walls and like he learns language that way. Are we rooting for or against our synthetic man here? Before I felt bad for him. Now he's not if he's killing children. No, no, no. He's not killing children. He's the one hiding in the walls and he's witnessing it. Oh, someone else is killing. The See, children. this is what I'm talking about. I have no idea so there's a what third story character. I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically he ends up he ends up killing all of the 17 year old misfits loved ones because he's like you will not make me a mate whose skin is also falling off <laughs> that's all he wants just, I just want to be accepted I don't know that's good uh, does he like is there any other people like in this story like does this main uh, I was interested in the scientist guy like does he have a rival is there he have some outside conflict that's trying to stop him from doing from what he's doing or maybe a guy who's also trying to do this printing, but he's, like, even worse at it, so he's got, like, all these prints. <laughs> They're all, like, printed wrong. So they could be a sweet scene if the Adonis fights the freaks. I'm just saying. It's the Adonis. <laughs> just, just, it's such a cool word, yeah. the Adonis. You know, throwing some stuff like that. Or maybe this Adonis guy, like, all meets, like, a, a human that he is interested in. I would say a blind person, but then... I don't know, is he hot? Like, his skin's falling off. <laughs> yeah. But I assume he's still kind of hot. He starts out super hot. Yeah, he started out great. Oh, and then worse. he just turned into, like, a human waterbed. <laughs> it's like springing woods. <laughs> <A> surprisingly <laughs> revolting image. The human waterbed. Or maybe that's what the rival makes. Like, the human waterbed. 
They keep exploding. And Everybody <laughs> loves yes. cuddling. What if you could just sleep on a human Oh, bed? God, give me a Band-Aid. Can't, <laughs> the rival can't keep his together. They keep falling yeah. apart with gross freaks. <laughs> oh, this is getting weird. So we'll have that to keep the kids interested. <laughs> People like freaks, John. People like freaks. That's why the Elephant Man is the number one grossing movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Wait, Look it up. <laughs> number one grossest or number one grossing? Grossing. <laughs> when you adjust, obviously, for inflation. Alright, so we got uh, uh, three printing. That's cool. It's modern. Hip. We got an Adonis who feels alienated, but mm-hmm. he's also like hot, but he's also gross. And he's <laughs> mm-hmm. and poss- like if his skin was tight, he'd be like super hot, but he just looks like an old man. How long is he hot before it starts going bad? Is it just minutes after he's born, or should be a little? Wild. Does he have time? Yeah. He, so he gets enough of a time to like get a taste for how great his life yeah. could have been. And like the scientist has that time of being like, "Oh, this is awesome! I created the ultimate human," and he's like, "Oh shit, this guy he's, sucks. he's hideous." Yeah, <laughs> he just like abandons him. Yeah, like nobody cause, else knows. But, yeah, because like early on, the Adonis is out there just getting laid all the time, and he's like, "You were supposed to be helping me out." So the right. scientist is pissed, and they he bails on him, and so, so like this th- this relationship falls apart, and they have to kind of repair it uh, so that he can repair him. Yeah, if he even knows how to repair. It. God damn, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but we still we need that that, that third act of like yeah. what's this building towards. I mean, like should it include the, the rival with the waterbed people? Yeah, <laughs> just, maybe just, he gets so mad that his freaks aren't working that he just he calls the government and tells on the other guy. Does that make sense? I don't know what that means. <laughs> what are those? What are those uh, things that you jump on and then they launch the other person in the water? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> if he tells the government, he's like, look. Can you just use us? <laughs> <laughs> you can use us as a you jump on it, bounce off of it. It's just like, ow! It's like the worst plan ever. <laughs> but her. Well, the point is, that's a lot less complaining than you get like the called like blob something like a blob like you have them at like these <laughs> summer camps <laughs> the like blob yeah you're right that's what it is you could like lodge people like <laughs> like they're like they're missiles or something maybe like the the liquid that drains out of them is like really toxic that's great yeah so if you like shoot it out at a bunch of people like, oh, like, <laughs> wait so our idea here is to set a person into combat to get so riddled with bullets that they just leak all over the <laughs> enemies and kill them with that. Well, the impact of them hitting something... It's like a water blow. balloon. Oh, so we're just straight up launching people out of a catapult. <laughs> like kamikaze. We're using human bombs. No, they're not people. They were 3D printed. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> this is the future, dude. <laughs> this is the future. Yeah. We printed these freaks, man. You're right. We can't get attached. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> this is a bizarre turn for the story to take. I'm not sure it really wraps up the... No, there's there's absolutely no resolution. <laughs> they, they're like, fuck it, this is going to be a franchise, leave it open. 
I don't think there's even a story yet, but it's all right. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's I, it must be like a parable, right? And we're, we're like learning right. a lesson about the technology that we have today. There are people like protesting, and they're like, "3 D printed freaks are people too." But it still comes from freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Or he just jumps into one and then that is the end. He's he's like, like his his master has been tra- chasing him across the globe trying to put an end to him since he's murdered everything in his life. And then uh and then he finally dies. And the monster's like, I have nothing left in this world. I have destroyed the only person who could ever understand me or make me whole again. And then he destroys the uh, rival's creation mm-hmm. by jumping into it. Oh, by jumping into it. Yes. See, I thought you were ending on he gets in the capital and gets launched and we don't see... Oh, we could do that too. It's like... Well, we're we're that. But it'd be like... I think if they do it right, it, get, it ends up with like a Planet of the Apes vibe. Like, everything is ruined, everything is changed. What next? Something terrible. If we're, if we're sticking to the Planet of the Apes model. <laughs> or like a, even a Doctor Strange one, just like the world's ending. Oops. <laughs> See you next time. Nice. Cue sweet soundtrack. Take us out. Yeah, it's kind of like vaguely techie. Oh, I get it. I get it. Got water balloon launchers, and then he just rides it into the enemy territory. <laughs> like Doctor Strange, love. There you go. <laughs> this is by far the worst, most formatic movie pitched here today. It's it's uh, yeah. it's really because I mean the rest of us are going for franchises. Well, I mean, John <laughs> John's going for like a type of movie that could be a franchise without being a continuous story. Uh, but yours is very clearly like uh, beginning to end. You have something to say about the world and like, <laughs> it's not a traditional linear narrative. Or maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> we kind of talked around it. Yeah. Uh, no idea. And then jumping over between characters. There's a lot going on. It's, Sophisticated. Do you have a, any sort of title you want to throw at? <laughs> See, what are some key words we had? Adonis. Adonis was in there a lot. There. Um, what? what were you going to say, John? Gonna say? <laughs> I mean, you could go with the technology thing, like an Adonis 2.0 or uh, Adonis 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in 3D. It works. I mean, you got people jumping on those blob things. Do you have any idea how cool that's going to look in 3D? Whoa! All the leaking. The movie's just going to be leaking the whole time. It's going to be an interactive movie experience. Sometimes you get in wet in the theater. It's going to splash you. Yeah. You're in the splash zone. (laughs) There's a killer whale. 
Diamond. Uh, <laughs> that's art, man. <laughs> Anything with a splash in it. Alright, so... Uh, that's which... really gonna get the kids. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's what the money is. Is that PG-13, that movie? <laughs> I hope so. With all this intended graphic sexual content and violence we talked about. Seeing it still stick to the PG-13. You know, we can blur things out. Yeah, just cut around it. Yeah. There's an unrated version. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. There you go. Fix the whole movie. <laughs> we'll find it. We'll find the real movie in post. Ends up being five minutes. <laughs> the giant man making love and then crying. <laughs> and somehow he's launched out of a catapult at the end. And I was like, what happened? It's the American dream. And then at the end, everybody's like, but what happened to the 17 year old genius with the tech startup? No. Probably Jesse Eisenberg or something. Lex Luthor, really? Stoning <laughs> some nerd. Who's the Adonis? We can at least catch that, right? Some big, some big handsome rich dude. There's like a million of those. Cal Drogo? He's pretty good. <coughs> He's got the shade, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like that. I don't, I mean, is someone really going to put the time into shaving that guy? a beard? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe the beard, like, covers up, like, his lip falls out at some point. It puts on a fake beard. That sounds pretty good. I like things falling off. You know, we've been watching the new season of Justified, and Sam Elliott's in it, and he doesn't have a mustache. Mm -hmm. That man clearly has had his upper lip paralyzed by having a mustache his whole life. It looks weird to see him talk. Like, he only moves his lower lip. It's bizarre. I just need you guys to know that. (laughs) um, Maybe you watch Justified Call, but I know John doesn't, and it's important information, and even if you guys start watching Justified now, you're not going to get there for a long time. What what is what is it? What is, what is Justin? <laughs> I'm Park? sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a it's a show set in Kentucky about uh, U.S. Marshals. Uh, Elmore Leonard. That's the name, right? Are they yeah. just like committing yeah. police brutality? <laughs> no, it's more like they're just busting hillbillies all the time. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <clears throat> Okay, so are we going to pick a winner like we always do? Yeah, yeah, we got to pick the one pitch that we take to the studio. Be like, this is the one. This is our moneymaker. And if we're just going by, this is our moneymaker, I think it's hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, that's printing money. <laughs> yeah. I think X's and Y's could I, be, I liked John's a lot. Yeah. 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 But... It's it's more down to the execution. I feel like hierarchy for free makes makes yeah five hundred million dollars at the box office. Like we don't even have to think about it. I don't know if that makes it good. (laughs) All right, I win. Yeah. All right, hierarchy. (laughs) Hierarchy. Uh, So that has been pitching tense for this week. Uh, I don't know when we're going to get to do another one, Uh, but if you head over to mildlyplease.com, you can see what we do when we do it or if you subscribe on iTunes uh, Colin do you have any website or anything you want to throw in uh, Twitter handle maybe sure <laughs> your AOL email yeah so, just a straight up mailing address <laughs> so we can send you a letter oh shit you know what I do have nope alright I got it <laughs> I have something called dial a joke 
and uh, you just call this number 415-662-8480 and then I just tell a hammy joke and then yell at you to come check out a comedy show in San Francisco so not really helpful for anybody is this a yet. free service or am I... it's free all right it's free <laughs> but but the premium level is like thirty dollars <laughs> <laughs> but the jokes get better am, am, I, <laughs> am I guaranteed to get you or is it just random what is it, would I get you or is it? Just oh, it's just me. It's updated every week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come, uh, but you can also check out my website, maybe, if you want to. <laughs> You're talking just, like no. Like, you should totally people. You should lucky. totally check it out, all ten of you. But thank you for having me on. It's uh, my name's spelled weird. K o l l i n h u l t z. That part's normal. Yeah. That's it. That's real. That's all I got. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thanks for getting it. And uh, <laughs> thank you for listening if you're out there. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll speak to you next time. And I can see your fevers on the rise. I can see the waters in your eyes. And I can see the way the water leaves. Lovely to salt to smithereens Dying is easy How 